Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Take the Candy podcast. You're with your favorite host, John Anthony, episode 12. Got three more picks for you, and we ran the table last week. You know, just a matter of time. When the analytics, everybody coming home to roost. Pick some good situational spots. Got some nice wins. Uh, here, the team, we had some nice uh, dog bets last week, too. Uh, premium folks got blessed Got absolutely blessed last week with our uh, New York Jets plus 11 and a half and small play on the money line uh, went off at 420. So you folks, if you followed my lead, you were getting over four to one on that money line bet. Uh, it was a great situational spot for the Jets. So I'm coming back here at 12. I'm giving you folks some situational spots, both in the college and NFL. Um, just a comment on the games from last weekend. Um, Tennessee is who we thought they were and Georgia is who we thought they were. So these CFP folks are so lost and confused. They have no idea uh, what they're doing. Now, they got the benefit of Clemson going down last week and obviously Tennessee going down. So this week they came back at it. They gave us Georgia as one. Georgia should have been one last week. Uh, they were one in the AP. Uh, but the CFP, you know, the smart folks, they had Tennessee at one, even though they're an eight-point dog on the road. Makes zero sense. Um, they've actually come back this week, put TCU at four. And I think TCU is a touchdown dog on the road at Texas. Um, so these folks, man, they just, can't, they just can't seem to get it. They just can't seem to get it. They, they don't know how to evaluate teams. I'm sorry. They just don't. Uh, the Tennessee being one was an absolute joke. It's an absolute joke. Tennessee got lucky beating Alabama. Uh, obviously, Bama now has lost again. So, um, barring anything crazy, you know they're pretty much out of the mix, which is which is bizarre. Um, LSU now in control of that side of the SEC. Now, could I see LSU losing? Yes. <laughs> uh, tough situational spot in the SEC this week um, at Arkansas, and we'll we'll get more to that. Um, that was a finalist in our system uh, to pick. I'm not playing it for you, but um, I, I'm i a big situational spot guy. Um, LSU here, uh, I mean, this is the ultimate uh, dud. And Arkansas is going to probably come out playing inspired after losing to Liberty. So uh, I, could see, I could see this one being tight. The spread's only three, which I think the bookmakers, um, they're onto this as well. So that's going to be an interesting game to watch because if LSU goes down, now we're going to start talking about that that side of the SEC again. Um, but Georgia, Georgia is dominant. Uh, they were dominant. I think they got Miss State this week. Um, it's probably a big spread, so we're going to stay away from that. So that's uh, that's a recap. But uh, Clemson going down, maybe not a surprise. They probably should have went down to Cuse a couple weeks back. Cuse basically gave up that game. So we got our top four. We got two two folks in the in the Big Ten, and you know that's JA's favorite conference. Exciting stuff ahead. All right, DJ, spin that music, baby. All right, we're starting off at twelve situational spot doozy. We're going to Connecticut, folks. It's Liberty coming in to play the Yukon Huskies. The spread as I record the pod is UConn plus 14 and a half. 
UConn is a 14 and a half point dog over two touchdowns. Uh, shout out my local connections over there. Shout out my main man, Dan Orlovsky. Um, if you watch ESPN, you've seen him on there. He does a great job. Uh, great analyst. Um, good man. Good family man. And uh, UConn grad. And he, yes, he is the quarterback that ran out of the back of the end zone. So shout out D.O. Um, but I got to take UConn here. Plus 14 and a half. It has nothing to do with the local connections. This one is a great situational spot. This is what your boy J.A. does in the lab. You got a UConn team that's already an animal at covering spreads. Morris team 8-2 and two against a spread with an average cover margin of 7 points, about a tutty. Now, UConn's got 5 wins. They win one more, they're bowl eligible, which is a big deal up there at UConn. It's an absolutely massive game for the program. It's their Super Bowl. Super Bowl. They're also going to get an extra day of rest and prep ahead. It's a second straight home game. There's no travel for them. Liberty coming off a game where they just took out Arkansas on the road. Now, anytime you play an SEC team and you're not an SEC team, you're going to be beat up coming out of that. You're going to be beat up for sure. Liberty also has Virginia Tech, who's like big bro, the following week. So we're, we are in a sandwich spot, a flat sandwich spot for Liberty, and you got a UConn team playing in their Super Bowl, their biggest game. Day-Day Hunter, one of the best running backs in the country for Liberty. The folks that I spoke to said he's probably going to be out. I'm going to assume just for, for these purposes so I can give you a pick that he plays because it's only Tuesday. So let's assume he plays. I still like UConn's rush D. I think they got great players at all three levels of the defense. And I think they're going to be able to keep this game within two touchdowns. Liberty's going to be banged up coming out of that Arkansas game. They really are. And it was a great win for them. But now they got to travel again, second second week in the uh, in a row on the road, and they got to go up to UConn. And I don't know what the weather's going to be in Connecticut uh, the weekend. I think it's a noon kick. It's definitely a letdown spot for Liberty. Give me the Huskies. Shout out the O and give me the Huskies plus the 14 and a half. They're going to cover it. Here we go. You know I had to give you an NFL situational spot since that's what we're doing here. That's what we're doing here in F12. We got Detroit. We got the Bears. The Bears laying three. That's a Bears as a three-point favorite against Detroit. And look, Detroit, very rare win over Green Bay last week. I think just the 10th time the Lions have beaten the Packers in like 30 games. In like 30 games. And I know the Packers are struggling. I actually think the Packers are going are gonna to show out well this week against Dallas. Neither here nor there. 15-9 victory last week. Five-game slide that Detroit was on. They got the win. Dan Campbell got his boys ready. Figured out a way to get a win against the Packers who are just... The Packers, uh, like, I, I can't even explain what's going on there. Like, the an- analytically, this is not a bad team. They just can't make the plays. And, and of course, Rodgers throwing uh, two red zone interceptions. It's a, it's, a, it's a big deal. A victory, though, for Detroit last week. It's been rare in the last two seasons. And they haven't been able to build off those wins. Going 0-3 straight up. 2-1 against the spread when coming off a win while Campbell's been the coach in Detroit. I think here... 
it's a letdown spot for Detroit. And I understand, I'm surprised Chicago's laying three. I think it's a it's a lot of points. It's getting to that number, uh, the, the most important number in football. But I think if I go back to 2018, which like I'm a now guy, but when I look at the Lions and I go back to 2018, they're three and thirteen straight up, and nine and seven against the spread when coming off a win. I just think this is a bad spot for them. And if we're doing the theme of situational spots here in this week, give me the Bears. Give me Fields. I think he's finding a way. So give me the Bears, and I'll lay the three. It's your favorite time of episode, folks. It's the Take the Candy special here in episode 12 of season two. And I got to stick with the the routine that we're running here in this episode. I got to go to a situational spot. And I'm going to give you one that I should give out in the premiums, but I'm not. I'm holding it back. I'm giving it to the folks because I'm a man. Jay's a man of the people. He's a man of the people. This is my five-dimer situational spot of the month. This is my November situational spot, and I'm going to Lexington. Vanderbilt, plus 18 against Kentucky. You know Vandy's going to be the pick. And look, I get it. Vandy is not a good team. They're they're actually, it, it's, it's shocking that they're even considered an SEC team with how bad they are. Kentucky got very fortunate last week. Road win, in large part, because Missouri can't play special teams, in my opinion. I mean, I like Kentucky. I actually think that they are undervalued sometimes in the market. But Missouri turned the ball over a ton. They had their special teams blunders. That's really how Kentucky was able to get out there with a win. They still can't run the ball. And they struggle to run away and hide from teams because their offense is very limited. Now, Vandy isn't good. By any stretch of the imagination, and I can't tell you that they are, but they're improving, they're young, and they continue to fight every week. From If I'm looking at advanced analytics here, the Commodores actually had one of the unluckiest losses of Week 10 against South Carolina. Uh, A.J. Swan expected to miss another week with an injury. Mike Wright, no, not Mike White, Mike Wright. It's not, it's not your boy. From Western Kentucky, Mike White. It's Mike Wright. He's going to once again be under center in this one. He's terrible under pressure. If I could if I could show you the numbers, it's, it's laughable how bad he is when he's pressured. But in a clean pocket, he's very good, which he should have more often than not against a Kentucky defense that ranks 121st in sack rate in the country. I'm sure Kentucky's going to build the lead in this game. And they're going to bleed it away. They got Georgia on deck. Don't forget that. Kentucky's got Georgia on deck. That's what makes this a situational spot. I don't think Kentucky earned the win last week, but they're coming off the win. They're in a look-ahead spot with Georgia next week. Vandy plays hard every week. I know they're on the road, but give me Vandy. Plus the 18 in the Take the Candy special. Situational spot special in the Take the Candy podcast, folks. That's going to bring us to the end of episode 12, season two of the Take the Candy podcast. As always, you've been chilling with your boy, John Anthony, and big situational spot episode. I told you in the open, 
I discussed a little bit of that Arkansas LSU. Look, I mean, there's no team that's probably in for more of a letdown than LSU this week after beating Bama last week. And I think Arkansas is going to gonna play inspired um, coming off the loss to Liberty. So a lot of good games uh, to watch this weekend. I think as far as um, the CFP is concerned, and you guys know my position on that, TCU is a seven-point dog um, at Texas as a four seed. And Texas has this knack to not win big games. Um, but I think Texas is actually going to win that game. I, the, the spread's a little high for my liking. doesn't fit our system. Um, but I, I think I think they're going to come close to touching it. I, I think the, the biggest concern for Texas in this one is going to be their pass defense. Uh, and, um, you know, I think TCU is going to want to try and establish a run. And I, I, I think I've talked to, about this before uh, just from a football side. Like, you don't need to run to set up the pass. You just need the, the run action. So whether that be uh, guys in motion or just just uh, moving guys around at the line pre-snap. So I don't think TCU is going to need to run to win this game. They're certainly going to need to throw. And I think they'll be able to do that. But I think Texas is going to be too much. And they really got to lean on Bijan Robinson and the run game to really keep the ball out of TCU's hands. Because I think that's their best shot, this one. So another exciting week coming up. Uh, CFP probably going to make a mess again. So we'll, uh, we'll be back to talk about that next week. Don't forget, tell a friend to tell a friend that they should tell a friend that we got to bring back the BCS. As always, you've been chilling with your boy, J.A.